Hey guys, how you doing? This is JP Saricolia. Welcome again to another episode of Age of Heroes, my podcast. And before we get into the podcast, into the subject of the day, uh, I want to thank every person that supports this channel. I want to thank those that support me through Patreon, every person that has subscribed to the channel. Uh, every time you leave a comment, it really uh, pushes me to do more and to try new things. And having a conversation is always phenomenal. Uh, definitely like doing YouTube stuff. Sometimes it's a bit long. It's a bit lonely uh, because you have to come up with ideas and trying to figure it out if that works or not. So when you uh, leave your comments, when you leave your feedback, it really helps out for me to understand what needs to change and what needs to improve. So I thank you for that. Uh, thank you for just conversing and you know discussing things and listening to what I have to say. But um, now uh, going into the subject of the day. Now that we finish in the the week, we coming at the end of the week. Uh, of course, everybody enjoys the weekend. I personally do. Uh, time to spend with the family and do all, all, all sort of things. But I want to talk about um, uh, something that I've been thinking for quite some time, something that probably uh, you have uh, part of it you, you, you know, uh, and is the importance of evolution, uh, the need of evolution and for any franchise to evolve, to change, to transform with the times, to move, to grow. Um, it, it's extremely important for any franchises, for any pop culture franchise, whether it's uh, DC, Marvel, Star Wars, Tennis Mutant Ninja Turtles, uh, Ghostbusters, or any other pop culture franchise to evolve, to change. Um, it's extremely necessary uh, because uh, with that growth, with that evolution, you can they can stay relevant. Uh, the relevancy of a franchise depends a lot in, on the times, depends on that time, on that era where the pretty much the, they they came to be. Um, when you go back and look at a lot of the franchises on the '80s, there were a lot of franchises that I loved dearly. Uh, unfortunately, some of those franchises had got you know got stuck in the '80s, and they haven't evolved into something different. Uh, some have tried, but they have failed because there's no, uh, they're not as marketable for today's, uh, you know, society of today's culture, particularly younger audiences. They're the ones that revitalize any franchise. You're talking about franchises like the, you know, in this case, the, the Thundercats, for example, uh, which I love very dearly. I'm a Thundercats fan. Uh, but Thundercats didn't grow beyond that. You know, yes, you know, you have a still a very strong uh, you know, following used to have very uh, faithful and fervent fans. But um, beyond that, you know, you don't see movies, you don't see uh, newer cartoons. Yeah, you, we have some cartoons that were not that bad long ago, but they didn't last that long because there's no market for it. You know, there's no interest. And some franchises, they have a hard time evolving uh, with the time. Some, some franchises are being smart about it. You, you have like Marvel. Marvel has always been smart about things because uh, they knew that comics will not be the only place for them to grow. And that was a vision that Stanley had, uh, you know, that it was a great, you know, he was a great visionary. He understood the importance of moving with the times from the comic, from the print, into television, into, uh, you know, uh, video games and all of that. So he was able to move that uh, to the big screen, move all of that. Uh, you know, that was his vision. That was his intent. Even in back in the day in the 90s when a lot of people didn't believe that comic book heroes could make that big leap of faith into something totally different. It was a known territory, but he was able to push that. And, of course, we got a lot of crappy stuff back then in the in the 90s, a lot of movies that were not that great. Uh, but definitely nowadays we are enjoying the benefits of someone that really had a vision, had a dream for something bigger. And uh, we also see that with 
DC. We have some great movies from DC. And it, everything starts with a vision. Somebody decides to move with the times and move from, you know, the comic book into the reality of television, video games, and the big screen. And, of course, you know, the rest is history. So every franchise needs to evolve. Every franchise needs to move forward. And that's something that is not as easy uh, to do, uh, particularly when there is a uh, there is a crowded market. You know, we have so many franchises competing with each other. So in order to stay relevant, you have to stay with the times. I'm bringing this to the attention uh, because I've been thinking about, of course, in the last couple of days, of course, there you know, the last couple of months, uh, you know, there's been talks. I've, I've seen a lot of videos and and people talking, and I've seen some articles online where people are are, are asking the question, "What's next after uh, Avengers Endgame? What's the what's the 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 game plan uh, after that? What's going to happen next?" Uh, and there's a lot of unknowns in regards to it. We don't really know exactly what uh, Avengers Endgame will be will finalize. We know is the end of phase three uh, and we start phase four uh, and uh, some Christina, I think uh, in this case um, uh, far from home uh, home um, spider-man far from home is going to be the the beginning of that phase and we know that um, we know that there is uh, another uh, Black Panther movie on the pipeline uh, there's been in this week there's been a bit of talks about um, you know in regards to the Guardians of the Galaxy we don't know exactly what's gonna happen we know because of Captain Marvel that there is going to be uh, probably we're going to initiate a new a sequel, or in this case, a new story arc uh, going into the Galactic Wars. You know, you see the Kree, uh, you see, of course, the, you know, all these wars that are happening. Uh, you know, we know that it's going to be a, a secret invasion part of the, the of, uh, as well of the story uh, with Captain Marvel. So we're going to know that there's going to go, they're going on that route. So things are going to get bigger. Uh, you know, not only with Thanos, but everything else that comes after Thanos, uh, which is good because I'm a, a big fan of the, the, in this case, the Galactic Wars, of course, in humans, uh, the battles between the Kree and, uh, you know, the rest of the characters, of course, the X-Men has been involved in the Galactic Wars. Everyone in the Marvel Universe has, invo- has been involved in the Galactic Wars. So, um, you know, there's going to be the scrolls, you know, which, I, you know, definitely I love the storylines with the scrolls and battling, you know, the Kree and, of course, in humans and all of that. So, it just, I get geek, yeah, I get cow when I, I think about the possibilities, but um, it's definitely as we know there there is something bigger there. Now there is a risk. Uh, once you go bigger into the secret wars, it's going to you might be, lose a little bit of reality because a lot of the superhero stories started with you know the reality of simple heroes defending uh, humanity. Uh, demanding, you know, defending the human race, you know, Captain America, even Thor, who is in love with humanity, he loves humanity, Iron Man, who defends humanity, so once you go into the galactic world, you're talking about defending other planets and other worlds, so there's going to be an evolution in that direction, not necessarily means that uh, it's going to be uh, the, you know, the greatest thing for some, because it's, uh, you know, once you start going into, and that's something that happens with the comics, when you're going into Galactic Wars, you kind of lose a little bit of reality, and that's something that has ha- happened with the comic books, because this big story arcs that happened, and there's something bigger, and bigger, and bigger, and in reality, the superheroes, the sudden just a very down-to-earth superheroes become, like, bigger-than-life superheroes, but, you know, that's something that we'll have, we will know for sure when the time comes, so for the time being, you know, it's good to speculate, uh, and it's fun to speculate about what the future will bring for, for the Marvel Universe. But yeah, there is an evolution that we already can see that is happening within, you know, that, uh, you know, franchise. 
Now, the DC is no stranger to that either. We know with DC that there is also an evolution. Of course, now that we know that, um, you know, that Ben Affleck is moving uh, away from his role as, uh, you know, as the Batman, uh, there is the open space for a new Batman. And of course, many actors are calling out and say, hey, I'm here, you know, I'm ready. I'm, you know, I want to be the Batman. Uh, of course, I don't, we don't know what Warner Brothers is going to decide in the end. We know, uh, of course, that the movie, the direction of the movie, they're going to uh, go in more in the direction of the detective, uh, the greatest detective of the world, uh, which is, of course, Batman. Uh, so they're going in that direction, uh, a more darker noir feel. So it kind of going back a little bit on, uh, into the roots of, the, of course, the Nolan trilogy, which is my favorite Batman story of all times. Uh, movie-wise, uh, but definitely they're going in that route, but they're going to emphasize the detective skills. So we'll see what's going to happen. Um, of course, you know that evolution with DC. Aquaman did great. I love Aquaman. Uh, you know, the, the real Captain Marvel, which is Shazam. Uh, it's coming, you know, later this year, which I'm very interested, very pumped for it. Uh, so there's a lot of things. You see an evolution in the stories. They're going back a little in time, you know, in order to kind of bring forward what they have envisioned now. So with, this is good. I think that there's a lot of good things happening for DC uh, and they're taking their time with it, which is good. So there's an evolution in that sense. You know, they, they decide they, they realize that people are moving forward from the years ago you know years ago like a lot of the movies that we had superhero movies in the 90s early 2000s a lot of those movies were really cheesy it was more about entertainment it was fun it, there were great popcorn films but the audience has matured and because they have matured in their expectations of superhero stories like you see black panther now fighting for uh, best picture motion picture of uh, of 2018 at the oscars so there is now an expectation people are expecting great storytelling they want great stories you know bigger than life stories that have a message they are profound they're deep so um you know this is something that you know now companies like dc is really uh, realizing that they need to go deeper not necessarily abstract deep like you know like snyder did he wanted he wanted to be too abstract in his in his uh, you know in his portrayal of these characters uh, and not you know really grounded on, on reality so because of that of course um of course a lot of people um you know they didn't like the approach not necessarily it doesn't mean that snyder is a bad uh, cinematographer because he is great in his visuals he's a fantastic but um, definitely his story, story wise, his storytelling is not the greatest. Uh, and he falter on that. Of course, now, of course, you see that there is a change in DC. You also see this with Star Wars. Star Wars is, I love Star Wars, um, uh, the newer stuff. I know that this is uh, in the minority. A lot of the fans are pretty much, uh, they hate the new Star Wars. Of course, right now it's like you love or you hate Star Wars. It's just, that's the way it is. There's no middle ground. But I grew up with the originals, and I'm okay with the newer stuff. I find them interesting. I find them that they, it is the right approach. You know, it's hard to really... Uh, you cannot compare Star Wars with superhero stories. Uh, they're totally different in their making. Superhero stories, like Marvel or DC, are stories center. They're character-oriented. Uh, they're character-centered. Uh, they're center and they go around, they circle around these characters that are bigger than life, and you create the story around the character. Now, 
the in this case that they're character driven now when you look at star wars it's story driven it's about a story that it's evolving it's a series of stories are evolving into a bigger picture of a story it's kind of like the story of humanity it changes so it's different because the characters have to die they have to you know and the new generation has to you know rise up and that's something that is different to comprehend for a lot of people but that was the way we set up from the beginning and um it's always going to be that way if, if you want to change that if you want to make um characters like the jedis you know being bigger than life then you have to kind of see them from the perspective of comic book stories which is totally different they were set up that way from the beginning that was the vision of george lucas and that's the way it has been and uh, you know unfortunately that's the way it is uh for some but for me it's, it's a story which i love i love the different variations of star wars and, and the evolution of the time and how this you know because it's the is the, the stories of the galactic wars in a in a far far away uh you know you know galaxy so it's something that we have to always keep in mind but of course you know star wars also needs that evolution and it needs to change with the times and uh, sometimes there are growing pains sometimes there's some things that work out and sometimes things don't work out the same that happens with superhero stories but you see that with Ghostbusters. I know that there's been a lot of hate that had a video where I talk about, uh, you know, uh, what some of the, you know, the, the cast of the previous Ghostbusters were upset about, but some of the members there. But at the end of the time, at the end of the day, uh, you know, Ghostbusters also needs that evolution. You know, you need to stay relevant. So, they can't, you know, they have to evolve this storyline into something totally different. It didn't work out as well for many. Uh, the previous Ghostbusters movie, of course, this is going to go in, in a new direction. And perhaps this is uh, something that really works out better for everyone. But, you know, it needs to evolve. You know, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, I love the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, but also there needs an evolution. Uh, the previous movies, uh, the most recent movies, they were okay. They were, um, you know, they had the Michael Bay feel because Michael Bay was a producer there, uh, even though he was not directing, but he's still a producer. So it's his vision plastered into the film, uh, which to me, uh, it missed the point of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles because... I love the dark tone and the very uh, noir tone of the original uh, comics, which I need to review at some point. But I love that, and that was transferred into the first movie, which, in my opinion, it was the best, and as to this day, is the best Tennis Mutant Ninja Turtles. And, of course, the other movies kind of lose that, uh, you know, because of the cartoons, because of the video game, because all of that, you know, the Tennis Mutant Ninja Turtles have different uh, iterations, different versions throughout the time, but they have stayed relevant. You can, I can ask my, my six, seven-year-old uh, nephew, and he knows where the Tennis Mutant Ninja Turtles are. Those are some of his favorite, um, you know, figures, uh, because you know he sees the you know he watches the cartoons he loves the characters so you have to stay relevant you have to move with the times what i mean by all of this in this video um it is important to always keep that in mind uh when we keep when we keep that in mind we can also have enjoyment and enjoy these franchises for what they are uh pure entertainment um sometimes we hold dearly a lot of things like secret you know like it was a sacred religion um, and for some people it is, you know, and I'm not here against you really defending the honor of the past of the things that you, you do, because I do that too. I love the classic stuff. I love classic comic books. I love classic cartoons. I love anything that resembles the original stories. Uh, I love where there is, uh, you know, movies play homage to that. Like, for example, we saw with uh, the new Transformers movie, Bumblebee, which I review already. I love how it plays homage to the originals. Uh, but at the same time, it's, it's trying to retrace things into a new direction. 
uh, trying to make a new stand for the future for newer generations. And I believe that that's the approach that, you know, it has to be given to all these franchises. Um, we can stay angry and we can stay bitter about the changes and we can die being angry about it, feeling that we were, you know, something was taken away from us. Or we can just simply enjoy the process and the evolution of it. Yes, there's going to be lemons in the process. There's going to be a lot of things that are sour, a lot of things that don't add up. But um, eventually things change uh, and go back because sometimes people, I, I see the battles, people are battling about something, all of a sudden something is uh, rebooted again. And you're going to see all these reboots over time and time again. People didn't like Batman. People went crazy about it. They didn't like Ben Affleck's version. Some people loved it. Some people, it was very uh, polarized. But ultimately, ultimately, you know, he's out of the picture. And now it's a new Batman coming. We don't know when, but we know it's coming. So it's going to be a new version of Batman. And that's going to last for, 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 for another generation, for five years or whatever. And then the next one will come until Kingdom come. You know, you'll see those differences. So we have to enjoy what it is. We have thing, um, and I was listening to some people online uh, saying this, which I totally understand. I totally agree with. Um, this generation that we live in now, this young generation, I'm talking about my generation. I'm talking about the people in their early, you know, their kids, children, uh, in their teens and their early twenties. Uh, they don't know how good they have it because they have grown in a generation where all of this is possible. They have grown watching this movie since they were babies. They have seen all the superheroes movies in my generation. We didn't have that. We dreamed that we were able to see this day, or at least the possibility of it. I remember I wanted to see that visually, like Spider-Man jumping from building to building, uh, because I see that in my head, you know, when I was reading the comics and the art of some of the greatest artists of the time, I love the art. I love how vivacious, how lively it was. I love like Eric Larson's art uh, in the comics, particularly how I felt that it was so alive, you know, ju the, the jumping. I wanted to see it visually. And, you know, I saw it in my head as a kid reading the comics, but I never thought in my wildest dreams that I will ever get to see it in, you know, visually on television or in a movie, in a theater, and also in video games like the Spider-Man video game, which is phenomenal, the newer uh, for the PS4, but there's been all the games before that, but just to see that, the entirety of New York City, how everything has been put together, it's just amazing. We live in an amazing times, and sometimes we... All we do is get, you know, like old people get all disgruntled about it and upset about it because we're looking back at the, you know, at the old wine and we say, oh, the old one was better than the new wine. But believe me, you have to enjoy life. You have to enjoy the new wine. You have to enjoy the new things. And um, once you find that enjoyment, once they, you know, realize that necessity of evolution, not only for the franchises, but evolution, uh, individual, personal uh, evolution, we evolve with times and we mature with time. Uh, we realize that not everything is as, you know, uh, black or white, that sometimes there's some gray in our lives. It has to be a gray areas in our lives where we realize that not everything has to be uh, uh, right or wrong. There's no such definition of it. Uh, although there is right or wrong and there's things, moral things and moral dilemmas that we have to stick with with some of our beliefs, there are things that also sometimes uh, really kind of shame our worldview. The way we see things are totally different from the from the way other people see things. So what is your opinion? I would like to hear it. 
Definitely, there's something to talk about. I really enjoy what's happening uh, nowadays with movies and franchises and all of that. It's just it's some fun times, and I just have fun with it, just watching and enjoying these movies and really dissecting the good and the bad, uh, but just moving forward with the times as well. So what is your opinion? I would like to hear it. So don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. Hit the notification button so you're reminded of the next video. Uh, if you're listening to the podcast, you can share the podcast or you can uh, through you know iTunes, Spreaker, or Stitcher. Uh, the links are down below. And uh, you know, once again, God bless you and have a great weekend. Talk to you again. Bye-bye.